Game Off Podcast number 19, a special edition of the Game Off Podcast with all of our pre-game awards thoughts and predictions and hot takes and concerns and quotes and comments and all that stuff. You've got me, Andrew, a.k.a. Solid Talker, and... And me, Brent, a.k.a. Arcadia. Game Awards are happening soon. It's an exciting yes. time in the games industry. It sure is. <laughs> all of the individual outlets have their own Game Awards, but then the Game Awards outsources all of their nominees from all of those individual outlets and YouTubers. It's as prestigious as, of a group as the Academy, yep. I think. Yep, pretty close, honestly. But... So the the nominees came out uh, a few yes. days ago, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna look at it. We're gonna take a look at them. Yeah, go through this, uh, you know, with a fine tooth comb, and really figure out where these biases and and horrible decisions lie in the nominees. <laughs> I, I don't I don't want to start it on a on a down note, but I, eh. some of them are good. Some of them are real yeah. real bad, and some of them aren't even the right year. So. <laughs> Yeah, let's, let's just fucking jump into it. Uh, yeah. You want to start from the, the absolute bottom of the list and work our way up to the game of the year? Yeah, so you're talking about best esports event? Uh, on their list, VR, AR games at the bottom. VR, AR game. Okay, let's go with that. None of them are AR games, so it was nice of them to put VR, AR, but... <laughs> Is anyone making AR games now? Uh, they... Vita used to have cards that came with it that were AR. Oh my god, those cards. Yeah, and 3DS had AR components, and neither of those consoles are properly supported anymore. But when the iToy 2 gets released next year, hot competition. Yes, and, and the Wonderbook 2. <laughs> Alright, so what do we got as a nominees for Best VR AR? Uh, Asgard's Wrath, Blood and Truth, Beat Saber, No Man's Sky, and Trover Saves the Universe. What do you think of these? this list? Well, I remember your fairly glowing review of Trover Saves the Universe. Yeah. So... Best game of all time? <laughs> I don't understand how... And I'm sure this is going to happen with a lot of these things here. It feels odd No Man's Sky being on there. Because it didn't really come out this year, did it? It didn't come out this year, and it's a game that wasn't VR originally. That I think they're trying to put in this category because they added a VR... Like is essentially a patch to the game, right? So, right. Yeah, it was part of their up one of their big uh, updates. So like this can't really be classified as a new VR game. It's it's not really falling under the ongoing category because it's not like a Fortnite s game. So they sort of just slapped it in here because they didn't know what to do with it. I I don't know. It doesn't. It definitely doesn't fit. And I know this is something that that I'm going to be wrong about, but Beat Saber came out in early access and i feel like it had most of its renaissance as far as news coverage last year beat saber's official release was may 1st of 2018 so yeah it's, it's been out for a while so i don't okay there yeah they think they tried to sneak that one in because i don't they probably didn't have this category last year and like beat <laughs> beat saber does deserve recognition like it's a phenomenal game oh, yeah. but also like I don't know, like, to figure out what, what you're doing with these goddamn categories, guys. <laughs> All right, so what do you, what do you think is going to take it? Uh, what are your thoughts? I've been he hearing nothing but gl glowing things about Asgard's Wrath. Like, for for people that really like, like, JRPGs and Western RPGs, all RPGs, it, Asgard's Wrath has come extremely highly recommended. I think it's going to take it, but it, it's also fresh in everyone's mind because it hasn't been out for that long, so... 
Okay. I, I, you know, I don't really know much about that or Blood and Truth. I know Asgard's Wrath is the one I've heard the most about that wasn't Trover Saves the Universe. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I think, I think Asgard's Wrath's got a good chance. Alright. Strategy game. Yeah. Age of Wonders, so, Anno, 1800, Fire Emblem, Total War, Tropico 6, Warp Groove. Man, if that doesn't show how broad the term strategy is between those games. Yeah, it's, it's literally top-down, turn-based. It seems to be what they they mean by strategy these days. Except Tropico. And Anno... Uh, isn't Anno 1800 not? R... I thought Anno was RTS. I haven't played an Anno game. Uh... So, obviously, I'm a huge Fire Emblem fan, but other than that, yep. I play next to none of this style of game. Yeah, Tropico and Anno are both city-building RTSs. RTS? City-building uh, RTSs? So they're not just yep. fancy new city tycoon? No, no. There, there's there's a good amount of... Uh, of I, I played the Tropico series, and I like Tropico yeah. a lot. Um, and there's a good amount of... It's not like Total War-esque. Mm-hmm battling but there's a good amount of making sure that you're safe and, and constantly updating your defenses and things like that from invaders you know not like it's some sort of hybrid between sim city and age of empires uh-huh. but more on the sim city uh, side sounds pretty fun i didn't play three kingdoms i heard really good things about it um i'll tell you that my favorite of this group has been Wargroove, but i haven't played fire emblem yet so i'm sure that the, the the mere implication that it's not Fire Emblem infuriates you. Yeah, that makes me mad. It's, I think this is also <laughs> the... Well, because I played Wargroove, too, and compared to Wargroove, Fire Emblem is like like Jesus coming on a unicorn. Like, in Wargroove's like... It, it's a really good indie game, and I'm really happy that it's getting recognition, but Fire Emblem would be, like, the premier version of that game, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, I... I, I think Fire Emblem's going to take it. Because I, I think Wargroove, like, it being nominated was its award. Yeah, like, absolutely. We're giving you the nod. Good job making an Advanced Wars game in 2019. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think I agree with Fire Emblem. Though, I think out of this group, Total War is probably the most prestigious franchise. I don't know. They had some... They've had some weird bumps with, like, their... Uh, interim releases, the ones like they had what one that was possibly about like Gaelic fighting during Roman times and Boudicca. Uh, I'm, tr- I'm trying to remember it off the top of my head now. No, the ones right that are much more time specific, time period focused. I think they call them like Total War Saga, maybe or Total War Eras or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I, I, I'm sounding real dumb right now trying to talk about this. I'm remembering stupid these bitch. <laughs> But, but the Total War Warhammer game is supposed to be fantastic as well. So, yeah, probably the most prestigious one in there. Yeah. And uh, I've also heard things about Planetfall. I, yes, I, I knew it came out. <laughs> I, Fire Emblem, I think my big thing is that it really, it wasn't nominated for any other category. And it's one of the most critical, critically well-reviewed games of the year. And also the game off number one seed right now. Yeah. So we'll see about that. We'll see where that ends up at the end of the year. Yeah, there's a lot of good yeah. games coming out. A lot of not so good games too. <laughs> Sports and racing. Crash. Yeah. Crash Team Racing. Dirt Rally Two. 
Pro Evo Soccer, F1, and FIFA. Sports and racing. Another great category. Yeah. No no weird bias in the game, <laughs> the game awards there at all. Just here's the stuff that you, your roommate in college liked. <laughs> like a bunch of sports and, and racing and probably Guitar Hero. Yeah. Let's not acknowledge that most of these games are the best-selling games of the year, if not the best-selling <laughs> games. But, you know. <laughs> Yeah, let's not acknowledge that FIFA 20 like has a higher you know higher return than a lot of small countries. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to make of this category. Like, I, it you'd really have to follow the subreddits to get a good sense of where all these games and communities are, because they're just really and, uh, re-releases. And I don't. Well, no, I mean Crash Team Racing Nitro Fuel is a storied and and fabled series oh, yeah, sure. that has been growing and i mean dirt, dirt rally was supposed to be pretty good dirt rally too yeah. i heard good things about that one yeah it was did you play that one um yeah a little bit not enough to speak to it but i'm more of a a, a proper dirt guy because it's more arcadey dirt rally was fucking hard and dare i say just just not fun for someone who doesn't actually watch rally sports mm. all right i'm gonna throw my hat in for uh E-Football Pro Evolution Soccer 2020, because it's the ugliest title of all of them. <laughs> uh, it certainly is. I, I, I think f- F1, maybe? I f- Ooh, That's the one I liked choice. the most out of these games, and I, can, right. I, I, I didn't hear super great things about FIFA. Otherwise, I would assume FIFA would just win, because those are good games. Well, FIFA's the only one on the list that I'm aware of maybe spurring on government actions so <laughs> that's fair yeah <laughs> what's the, what's next we've got score and music score and music cadence of hyrule uh which is literally a music-based game death yep, stranding that's, that's fair which i didn't know had a unique score but I haven't played it yet devil may cry isn't 5. that i've heard people talking about the score for that one yeah i'm, I'm curious to find out i haven't started that one yet but that's 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 in the winds Stay tuned. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 and Saranaya Wild Hearts. Um, of these games, I like that there are like truly musically oriented games, like Cadence of Hyrule and Saranaya Sayonara Wild Hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, Kingdom Hearts 3 had good music. It had unique music for every world. Uh, same can be said about Devil May Cry 5. It had unique music for each of the characters and each of the characters in battles. In each of the boss fights, they both did a good job, but I don't think it was like, other than just doing a good job, it wasn't like standout for me. Um, Death Stranding, I haven't played. I think, like, I think Cadence of Hyrule and Sinar Wild Hearts, much like with, um, much like with Wargroove, this is their award, is just being no- noticed, especially yeah. Sayonara Wild Hearts, because the few people I heard talk about it, I heard them say nothing but great things as just a good, compact experience. Yep, yep. But I didn't. I heard so few people talk about it. I think this is one of those ones that's going to end up going to Death Stranding. I think I, I, my prediction that is this year is Death Stranding is going to be that game that doesn't win Game of the Year, but wins a bunch of other awards. Yep, I I think I'm in 100% agreement with you there. Um, (laughs) I think Cadence of Hyrule is also like basically an X pack for uh, dance. Yeah, was it Dance of the Necrodancer? Uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer. Curse of the Necrodancer. Crypt of the Necrodancer. Yeah, that's the one. That Necrodancing game. Yeah, 
I, I don't even think it costs f even the same price as Crypt of the Necrodancer. So be very curious if that won, but I'm glad it got recognition also. But yeah, Death Stranding's like probably had an ensemble create the score for the game, whereas like Devil May Cry and Kingdom Hearts 3 like just had cute touches. Okay, so you're going with Death Stranding as well? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, up next, we got Best Roleplay. Disco game. Elysium, Final Fantasy XIV, Kingdom Hearts III, uh, Monster Hunter Iceborne, and Outer Worlds. This is a pretty stacked category. It, it is, and it, it's another one that shows just the the near uselessness of the term like role-playing game <laughs> yeah none because the, there's none of these where i would say oh if you liked any one of these in this category <laughs> you'd like any others oh you liked outer worlds you'd probably love monster hunter world iceborne <laughs> that that's so fucking true these there's never been a more just different list than this legally they're all in the same category but beyond that yeah, you you level up. That is the one binding thing <laughs> in all five of these games. Uh, that that definitely calls to attention the fact that uh, there really needs to be more subcategories for RPGs because WRPG yeah. and JRPG aren't enough, and clearly Game Awards isn't even using that anyway because it's nah. nothing more than like a, a national border type of differentiation, which is stupid. But yeah, I like. Disco Elysium, top-down RPG, Final Fantasy XIV. And I think MMO. more of a Disco Elysium is more of like a classic RPG as well, like yeah. in the style of like Fallout, Bald, the original Fallout. Baldur's Gate or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and wasn't Iceborne an X pack? Yeah, Iceborne's an X pack. So was Final Fantasy XIV, though. Like this isn't the ongoing category, so it doesn't say Shadowbringers, but I think it's implied. Otherwise, it's nonsense again. So. <laughs> I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that actually is very weird. I I didn't even that didn't even click in my head. Yeah. It, it, there's no mention huh. of Shadowbringers in this entire list. But we we did an episode of Shadowbringers. I said that it was worth covering, even though we'd said like no X packs and no remakes. But I thought it was that good, and I think it deserves to be in these lists somewhere. But yeah, they did a bad job of sort of <laughs> nailing that down. I don't know who I would give this to this year. I, Probably. I would want it to see go to Outer Worlds, but I, I also haven't played Disco Elysium yet, and I know that that's a game that I will probably love as well, so it's it's real tough. Yeah. I, I think if you look at just, like, the jury that's deciding this, I think Outer Worlds is probably going to be the winner. Um, do I think it's the best game in this list? Very close to it, but not quite. You think Kingdom Hearts 3 beats it? Or Shadowbringers? Uh, I think that both of those two games are, like, more unique and impactful in the gaming world. And also probably better created. But that doesn't mean that it's they're more fun. It's hard to say. That's a whole other discussion. Yeah, the, the whole best versus favorite thing. Yeah. I got you. I, I think okay. Outer Worlds wins, but I think my favorite out of this list is Kingdom Hearts 3. Okay. All right, I can get you with that. Next, we got performance. You got very good actors. Ashley, here. yeah, Ashley Birch for Auto Worlds, Courtney Hope for Control, Laura Bailey for Gears Five, Mads Mikkelsen for Death Stranding, Matthew Peretta for Control, and Norman Reedus for Death Stranding. Yeah, 
Again, I just ha ha not having played Death Stranding doesn't give me a good insight into the other two, those two performances. Out of the other four, um, I th I think Laura Bailey probably did the best job. Um, just because like Kate Diaz in Gears Five goes through so many different emotions and she does a great job conveying them. Control, it, it, they're sort of more like flat characters they do both those actors do a very good job but um they're not quite as dynamic and interesting as kd is hmm would you say that because like i i feel like the the character of parvati i think we talked about this last time mm -hmm. but I, I feel like that is a character that i'm going to that is going to stick out in my mind for a long time after having finished the game yeah, like that that quest line, and so much of that is down to her performance. A lot of that is the writing as well, but so much of it is down to just her perfectly innocent performance. Yeah, I, I, her that that character being like one of the most earnest characters in history, and having like an interesting backstory. With with games being so, like so many other games that you play, the earnest character is either an idiot or is like quickly disillusioned. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they just they they break them in one way or another so quickly, and she just grew organically and still stayed earnest and honest and full of know, integrity and and good spirits the whole yeah, way through. Yeah. So that's true. Um, but would you say that a lot of that is attributed to the performance of that character? Uh, yeah, it's it's tough. It's it's a it's a mix. And I think in the end, you know, getting Mads Mikkelsen or Norman Reedus the award means that they might come to the award show, which would look great. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure they did a good job, though. Like they're they're both good actors. Mads Mikkelsen's a very good actor. Um, I don't know, I, you know, I'm going to make a comment, and I was going to save this for when we talked about last Je the Star Wars Jedi Lost Hope Final, whatever it's called. Final countdown. Um, final countdown. DRX. But, but I'm going to say this about about Death Stranding now. If you make a character in a game look exactly like the actor who's playing that character, that's dumb. <laughs> that's dumb. Like, if I was reading a book and it just said, like, Gary entered, he looked like Alec Baldwin and sounded like him too, and then just went up, you'd be like, this book is garbage. Like, write your own character. Like, <laughs> you lazy the, the, bitch. <laughs> the benefit of video games is they can look like whatever you want. Because now, if they want to make a Death Stranding 2, and tomorrow Norman Reedus dies in a blimp explosion, <laughs> now you've got, especially if they're already partially through production of this, you've got a game where the main character has to look like an actor who used to exist, but be voiced by a different <laughs> actor, which is madness. So I can't give it to any and I'm going to make this rule now and going on for however many decades we do this. I will not give best performance to any actor who looks like the <laughs> character they're playing. It's not the actor's fault, but I just, in good conscience, can't do it. I, I mean, you bring up a lot of fair points. <laughs> it's just like, did Norman Reedus have to look like Norman Reedus? I, yeah, I, no, no, you bring up a very good point. I don't know why they felt the need to. The, the the whole uncanny valley thing like they still haven't found a good uh a good bridge there uh to be fair though i must also mention that courtney hope is very much scanned in for control so 
when you play uh, Jesse Faden in Control, she looks just like Courtney Hope with slightly different hair. <laughs> um, so, all right. So then I can basically give it to Matthew Peretta, Laura Bailey, or Ashley Birch. Yeah. I'm going to give it to Ashley Birch. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to throw I'm going to throw him with her. I don't think she'll get it. I don't think she'll win, but that's why I'd like to see her win. I don't, win. I don't do you think, think so too. I think uh, it's a good nomination though, since it was a minor character. Um, I like. I didn't even use her in my party for most of the game. Um, so. You heartless bastard. <laughs> How did you not want her around for all of your fun interactions? Well, she's she's a better person than me. It makes, yeah. it, it, I don't want to self It made you feel bad. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I'm going with Laura Bailey. I think she did a very good job. All right. All right. Ongoing game. Okay, for ongoing game, we've got Apex Legends... Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. What the fuck is this category? <laughs> is Final Fantasy 14 a new game? Is it a, is it an old game, an ongoing game? What the fuck is this category? Destiny 2 just got an X-Pack, I guess, and it went free to play. I mean, Apex Legends came out this year. Yeah, also that. How is it? Obviously, it's still ongoing. Nobody cuts support after six months. Hell, Battleborn's goddamn servers aren't closing until the new year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If Battleborn's still around means that it, it, that's it. ongoing is no indication of quality. Based on that, we've disqualified <laughs> three of the games in this category. So, I'm, you know, I'm just going to give it Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. Good on you for still somehow being around. <laughs> Me too. Moving on. <laughs> What do we got next? Narrative, A Plague Tale, Innocence, Control, Death Stranding, Disco Elysium, Outer Worlds. This has to go to either Control or Death Stranding. I love this narrative in Control so much, I'm already going to say Control 100%, um, but who knows. Hmm. I heard really good things about A Plague Tale, Innocence. And I've heard really good things about Disco Elysium. I think they're, they're gonna, that they're going to give it to Death Stranding, though. You're probably right. That's what right. I'm thinking. You're probably right. I'd like to see it to go to something like Disco Elysium or Outer Worlds, but I don't. I don't actually think Outer Worlds has the best narrative of the year. It has the best voice, but I don't like. That's the problem with that that style of game. Those Bethesda style RPGs. Yeah. Like, it's all the little quests that are important. Yeah. The main narrative of Fallout New Vegas is boring. All of those other side quests are what are amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. like, I, Outer Worlds has some amazing stories and quests in it, but they're not the main story. There, yeah, there's no there's no game with the best personality category, because right. like, <laughs> Outer, Outer Worlds would definitely have that in the bag. Yeah, so yeah, I'll, I'm going to give that to Death Stranding, because I think that's where it's going to end up. Oh, yeah, I think that's a, probably a, a good call, given how many... Not- nods they've gotten in this list already multiplayer game apex legends borderlands 3 call of duty tetris 99 division 2 so multiplayer could be one of three different things couch (laughs) co-op online deathmatch or massively multiplayer yep it's any game that can be played multiplayer any game any game with more than one human Yep. But also could be played with one human in the case of like Division 2 and Borderlands 3. So yep. 
I don't know. Stupid category? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty dumb category. Yeah. If they're not going to be more specific about it. But then, if they were going to do just strictly multiplayer games, that would have a lot of overlap with their best you know, best ongoing game category. And then, how would they give a nod to Borderlands 3? <laughs> exactly. How yeah. would they give a nod to The Division 2? I think this is Borderlands 3's only nod in this list, too. Yeah, well... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... You know, I'm going to throw my hat in for Tetris 99. <laughs> I think... That, well, I think that Tetris 99 did something interesting. It did something new. It got it got me to sign up. I signed up for Nintendo multiplayer, whatever, online pass to get Tetris 99. Like, that's the only reason I, I got it and continue to pay for it is because I wanted that. And the only downside to it is they haven't made 50 other games with that same premise <laughs> of just this simple, like, here's a simple game, here's simple online multiplayer, we're done. Where's Asteroids 99, goddammit? I mean, Asteroids, Dr. Mario should have been a 99 game, but it's yeah. not. Can Puzzle you imagine fighter. some, some nine? Oh God, please. Some, I wish <laughs> some 99 player version of, um, the Pac-Man championship edition. Oh my God. Now you're speaking right? my language. Yeah, like, boy. There are so many arcade properties out there that are just dying to be turned into 99 games. Tetris 99 is like holding oh, the door open against the wind and no one's helping them. Someone help them brace this door. Get it open. But, <laughs> Honestly. So yeah, my vote's for Tetris 99 on that. I, I think this actually goes to Borderlands. I think Division 2 and Apex lost so much momentum uh, in the middle of the yeah. year. Um, call, uh, Modern Warfare, like while critics seem to like it a lot, uh, apparently the community's a bit divided on it. Like, it's a very campy game. Or camp happy, I should say. Um, Tetris. Okay, so not not like John Waters campy. Like yeah, exactly. Camp- <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's why I clarified. Because <laughs> you had me. I was already on <laughs> on the store page about to buy it as a campy. <laughs> all right, campy shooter, fantastic. But no, all right, that's Perfect. yeah. And, and Tetris is Tetris. Like I, I want Tetris ninety nine to win. I think that was like one of the coolest surprise releases of the last year and a half. So um, good. But Borderlands three no, but is pretty much only revered as a multiplayer game yeah all right mobile game uh oh yeah we got call of duty mobile grindstone sayonara wild hearts sky the children of the light and what the golf i i'm familiar with two of these games i didn't play any of these games sky apparently sky was sort of underwhelming that came out for apple only um it was the that game company's follow-up to journey which is one of my favorite games but yeah it came out to sort of lukewarm reception i think sayonara wild hearts has sort of the most hype behind it maybe not the sales but the hype i'm gonna go with that okay i heard decent things about grindstone that's by the uh super brothers yeah super brothers swords and sorcery and uh below might magic might magic yep oh that might magic game was great yeah so yeah, so obviously they'll never make another one like that again. No, um, no one done, so what, what did you put it in for? Uh, Sayonara, Wild Hearts. So, I'm going to give it to, to Capybara and uh, Grindstone. I think they deserve some recognition. Yeah, Maybe not for that specific do. game, but, you know. 
Capybara is the only game company I own a t-shirt for, and it's because their logo is amazing. It's just three yes. capybaras stacked on top of each other effectively. Yeah, it's really cute. It's great. Oh, yeah, best independent Baba game. Baba is You, Disco Elysium, Katana Zero, Outer Wilds, and Untitled Goose Game. There's a lot of really good games in this list. Holy shit. Yes, there are. And also, Katana Zero is in that list. Yes. Oh, yeah, let's skip over. <laughs> um... <laughs> no, I just that one wasn't for me. There's nothing wrong with it, just not my style. <laughs> well, your problem is you 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 have a mandatory edict that forces you to play every Devolver game, which you don't need just, to do. Uh, don't you I though? You, you don't, don't I though? No, bitch. Listen, you don't you don't need to do that. Uh, it's that's yeah. All right. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you do and you don't. It's kind of. <laughs> Well, it's a gray you area. You just, it's a gray you just area. Don't. Give me that. It's, it's pretty black and white. Bob is You was a lot of fun. That was a really clever idea and far smarter than I was so often in that game. <laughs> I never I never beat it because I was not smart enough for that game. I was too stupid. But that was a super fun game. Um, Untitled Goose Game feels like the goat simulator of our time right now yeah i was gonna say it's it's the memeiest game in the list doesn't mean it's bad but no no it just feels like it's like i'm already burnt out of it <laughs> yeah and it's been like what like a month since it came out <laughs> yeah i was I, I was so happy this game released and then the internet just beat the shit out of it and i was like oh maybe i won't play this <laughs> I, you know I'm, I'm glad they put it out because i remember when they announced untitled goose game and thinking like oh this this is a clever idea this is cute yeah. I, i'm interested in seeing where this is going so I'm, I'm happy for their success outer wilds i'm gonna take a point off of because i kept thinking it was outer worlds and <laughs> thinking that outer worlds was releasing sooner than it was and i got Aww. super excited not outer worlds fa- fault but i'm just they're just losing one little it's a very large scale but it's still one little point off for that <laughs> Yeah, hey, I think that leaves uh, Disco Elysium, which I think is going to win this category. Yeah, I think this is the one that Disco Elysium gets credit for, because I, yeah. I feel like Disco Elysium is going to win something. Yeah, so it's it's, it's sort of like the... Uh, uh, what was the Obsidian game that was... Uh, Pillars like, of Eternity? Yeah, Pillars of Eternity, um, and then the one... Uh, pa- Dragons, Dragon Ego Draconis. Divinity? Divinity, that's the one. Yeah. Hey, I did it. I those, did it. Yeah. Like that those two games just being wildly popular and Disco Elysium also like like being wildly popular and slightly different from those two games this year. Like it mm. I think it comes in with a lot of, you know, favorable aspects. Um Yeah. Outer, Outer Wilds, uh a lot of people really loved the game, really connected with it. We were originally going to cover it on the podcast, but I didn't get into it at all and I didn't think i literally couldn't play more than like an hour and a half of the game because i just couldn't get into it so we never covered it so Hmm. i i think disco elysium yeah i I think that's i've not heard a bad word about disco elysium other than from people who want to call it sjw bullshit so (laughs) oh that's the only part that's the only thing i've heard is people being upset by some of the thing things that might involve anything that someone tags as sjw bullshit so oh well, everyone I actually listened to has said nothing but good things about it. <laughs> I uh, clearly missed out on some uh, some controversies. Well, controversies in the largest air quotes you can possibly afford. <laughs> We're bored. What are we going to get mad about today? Exactly. Uh, 
All right, games for impact. You got Concrete Genie, Gris or Gree. I I'm still not sure. I think it's Gree. Kind Kind Words, Life is Strange Two, and Sea of Solitude. Um, the only one I'm not familiar with in this list is Kind Words. And... Kind Words. Ah, uh, I I heard someone talking about it, and it sounded like it was basically just a way to write nice things and have other people see them and have it kind of go off into this ether where you could read other nice things that people were saying in an online way. It sounded really enjoyable in a very, like, something you'd never play for more than 10 minutes, but could be very enjoyable for those 10 minutes. little uplifting game. That The image they chose on the Game Awards website for Life is Strange makes it look like it's about Jedi. (laughs) I don't know if you're seeing that as well, like she's about to force pull something. um, I mean, is it not? Debate me. <laughs> did you uh, did you play any of these? Uh, I played the first two episodes of Life is Strange too, and it's okay. mainly about Jedi. So and what I about mean, uh, Sea of Solitude? Was that about Jedi? No. The thing about this list is like though impactful. I think it's they're only impactful in that they're like m- mildly emotional. I don't think any of these games got like really well received. Like even Gree, like. It, like it came out sort of middling reviews, but people really liked the style and the mood mm. of the game. So this is a really interesting category. Like, I'm not saying any of these games are bad. They're just so wildly different from everything else on the list. Yeah. I think it'll probably end up going to Gree for no yeah. real reason other than just, it's, it's a very pretty game and yeah, I think Concrete Genie came out fairly recently to, again, like sort of similar, like middling reviews. Um, but I think Gree sort of stuck in the gaming culture for a surprisingly long time. And I think it is a lot of a lot to do with the aesthetic, like finally pulling people in and like enjoying this emotional story. I think I think Gree takes this. But I think it also has a lot to say, it says a lot about Devolver Digital and how well they market their stuff and get the the visuals of their games out there. So even if That's you don't point. know anything about Gree, you know it's that game. Yeah, yeah. Like you see the image and you're like, oh shit, it's it's Gree. I know I know what Gree yeah. is. Even it's though you a, have no idea what it is. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's that gorgeous watercolor game. Yeah. Game direction. Um Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil Two, Sekiro, Outer Wilds. I mean, uh, this category seems to be only exists to give Kojima an award, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm I'm just going with Death Stranding here. Yeah, it, it's actually is Sekiro nominated anywhere else? Yeah, it is. In oh, in Game of the categories. Okay, yeah, it is. Okay, um, I I think that for the average person watching the Game Awards, Death Stranding might be the only one that has a known director and like a known a person that you would say is like okay this is the person who is whose game this is yeah this is yeah. kojima's game not only known but like an avid following like fanatical following and, and but of all of them it's the one that most seems like an auteur game development yeah for better or for worse so yeah i'm with you on there that's definitely death death stranding yeah yeah i mean like uh, remedy's definitely got like auteur vibes as well um, but yeah, I, I don't see how Kojima doesn't win that one. Uh, now th- this is, uh, an important one here. Are you, are you seeing this as well? 
Yeah, so I, I'm just I'm just gonna read it first, and then I'll, I'll give you my initial reaction, and then <laughs> my reaction after a couple minutes. <laughs> fresh indie game presented by Subway. <laughs> Eat fresh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Damn it! The the thing that's not clear about this category is it's actually awarding. Uh, a new independent studio that released their first game this year. That's a fantastic award. But yeah. the fucking category is called Fresh Indie Game Presented by Subway. Fucking... When, when I first saw this, I was like, nope, nope, there's no way. Like, <laughs> I'm not even going to watch this shit anymore. And then I realized what the actual category was, but... Yeah, and you realize this isn't really any worse than uh, the Schick Hydrobot? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Schick Hydrobot. Uh, why won't it die in our memories? You can't kill the Schick Hydrobot. It only grows stronger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so looking, looking past this, this is a great category, right? <laughs> Even <laughs> feels confusing to say it. Uh, it's a great category that recognizes these studios, the studio that brought you, us... Disco Elysium, Z-A slash U-M. Zam? I, I don't know how to pronounce it. Zaum. Zaum. Uh, Maybe. No, Nomada Studio for Greece. Uh, Dead Toast for my friend Pedro. Mobius for Outer Wilds. Mega Crit for Slay the Spire. And House House for Untitled Goose Game. There's a lot of, a lot of good games behind these good new studios. I I... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I think for a first game, Disco Elysium is probably the absolute most impressive piece of work out of these. Yeah, I would say that I would say that Disco Elysium followed by, prob at least for me, probably Slay the Spire. Yeah. Because I, I know the same. difficulty that can go into building a deck building game. E even like outside of the digital realm, just balancing a deck building game. Yeah, yeah. To then also take it and make it in, in an engaging digital experience that doesn't just feel like, you know, Magic the Gathering Arena where it's just recreate playing the game in a digital form. Yeah. Like, just find uh, the one sick combo and ride it to victory. Yeah. I I've been playing Slay the Spire since early access and it's just been a wild ride to watch them build on this game and, and see all the decisions they've made and, and rebalancing and things they've added so i would love to see that win because it's i'm surprised to even see it listed in here even if it is thanks to subway <laughs> thanks subway so i think you're right i think disco elysio is going to win but i'm going to vote for for mega crit because nice. i just i think it's such a an impressive for for that game yeah, I, I missed a couple of words there, but you can fill them in yourself. <laughs> yeah, I think the only curiosity here is that like Slay the Spire didn't come out this year either. No, it which didn't. Which is why it's also not nominated in any other categories because it's a pretty popular game. It is, but but it was in, it's been early access for I think or it was in early access for over a year. Yeah, it did finally get 1.0 release this year. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean this this category is really really hard to quantify. Like. I like some of these games might have been in development for fucking eight years, so they're they're not new studios. They just happened to release their game this year. It's, it's right. a weird category, but ultimately it's respecting indie studios, which we should all be grateful for. I mean, the freshest thing 
on here, obviously, is the Italian BMT on rosemary parm bread. Uh, I, you're, you're, you're on the take, aren't you? <laughs> I'm, I'm not contributing to this conversation anymore. Fighting game. Dead or Alive 6, Jump Force, Mortal Kombat 11, Samurai Showdown, Super Smash Brothers. Uh, you know, we play a lot of fighting games here. Oh, we sure do. On the uh, Game Off podcast. And sure. so we have a lot of very important uh, opinions about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think out of this list, the only game we were going to cover this year was Mortal Kombat 11. And full disclosure, we just aren't going to get around to it because nah. neither of us like fighting games that much. <laughs> so there's really not much point. <laughs> um, in the future, maybe we'll do some guest hosts and whatnot. But yeah, it's, that's just a forgotten genre this year. I don't know. What do you What do you think of this category? What do you want to win? Oh, all right. Well, based on these pictures, Super <laughs> Smash Brothers Ultimate came out last year, so I'm going to disqualify it. <laughs> Even though I know but, that but it's after... not actually, li- li- but it's calendar year, so it's disqualified. Right. Fair enough. Samurai Showdown is being made by SNK, and I thought SNK didn't exist anymore because, like, <laughs> the Neo Geo's not around, so I'm disqualifying that as well. <laughs> um, Mortal Kombat 11. How can you be good at something by the 11th one? It's done. Uh, <laughs> Dead or Alive 6. This picture is right down a woman's shirt. I feel kind of inappropriate. I can't not look down her shirt because it's right there, but also you could have picked a different screenshot that wasn't so titillating. <laughs> so um, I'm going to go with Jump Force because it actually shows a picture of people fighting, like a guy having kicked someone in the face. Uh, Kick, and kicking the shit out of Vegeta, clearly. Yeah. And uh, Spike Chunsoft is a cool company name. So I'm, I'm going to say it goes to Jump Force. <laughs> that is a cool company name. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. What, what do you what do you got? <laughs> What's your better reasoning? I, I don't know. Dead or Alive Six has boobies in the picture. There, that's gonna win. It sure does. Moving on. Family game. Luigi's Mansion. You know something about oh, that? Shit. This, this is like the category of games that I covered this year. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Luigi's Mansion, Ring Fit, Yoshi's Crafted World, and then we got Super Mario Maker and. And Super I actually Smash. I had. I had Super Mario Maker 2 in my back pocket of crap, I, of like a game that I just hated and couldn't get through. I was like, all right, I'll just buy Mario Maker and then I'll be good to go. Um, so I haven't talked about Luigi's Mansion yet. So it's kind of hard. I, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, give away all my thoughts here, but I, I'm going to give it to Yoshi's Crafted World. I think it's, well, it was just such a tight experience. I'm still playing it now. Like, I'm still playing Yoshi's Crafter World, just trying to 100% it, because it's so fun, and it's one of the few games I've played, and Nintendo does this very well, but this one in particular, that just allowed me to crank it back to, like, look, I've gone through this level 20 times trying to find the last fucking red coin. Can you just show me where it is? And you can set the settings, like, okay, now all the coins are gold except the red one, which is red. It's not hidden anymore, just go find it. (laughs) Like... Which is what you need, which is so so good for a family game or for an adult who just, like, I can't play this level again. With their lives. I, I just, I need to get past this level. I'm missing one thing. Just, just tell me where it is. <laughs> so, um, yeah, these are all really good games, but I'd give it to Yoshi's Crafter World. I think it's, it's just a, and it's good. The company's name is Good Feel. Yeah, that, yeah. That's great. That's- that's a that's that's a feel good story right there. It is a feel good story. Um, I think the only curiosity, other than Super Smash Brothers not coming out this year, is Ring Fit Adventure, which is 
from your own description, not really like a family game. Like no, it's it's it's, <laughs> it's family in that it's PG, but not like you're playing it with your family. Yeah, and I can think of other PG games that came out this year they could have picked. I think Piku Niku came out this year or yeah. came out since the last Game Awards, which is also a very family friendly game. <laughs> Same with uh did, did Donut Heave oh yeah, Heave Ho. Did Donut County make it before make it before the cut last year? No, that was that was like middle of last year. Okay, I'm just thinking of when I played it. Um <laughs> But yeah, there were other family friendly games. Hey, fucking Supraland. Fucking Supraland. <laughs> It's but, Gumby. You know, it's Gumby game. Whatever. Yoshi's Crafter World, great game. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think Yoshi's Crafter World takes this too. Yeah, there we go. Esports team. I don't. I don't know. Whatever the most popular game is right now. Fucking is it League of Legends? I, who gives a shit? It's category. It's category team. What? What is OWL? What is that game? Uh, Overwatch League. Oh, that's not. Maybe that will. Do people still care? I don't know. There's two CSGO game teams in there? I'm, I'm uh, just going with G2 for League of Legends. It's a stupid category. I'm going with G2 Esports because the category is Esports and they have Esports in their name. <laughs> there it is. Can't beat that. How about... I mean, OG should win. I'll, I'll, <laughs> incoming Dota 2 rant. Abandoned ship, boys. OG is not only the first team to win back-to-back the internationals tournaments in their 10 year history now, but also the only team to ever won win twice. And now the only players to have ever won twice. And they did it back to back. And that's over 10 years. No play. And there's not that many players in the game. They just have never, none of them have ever won twice. And this team came in after losing one of their co-captains and they won their first TI and then they came in as underdogs, and then they won their second TI. Even they were underdogs after already winning. They were definitely the best, but they're probably not going to win. No, fuck it. I'm going with OG. Fuck, fuck this category. <laughs> All right, so we're switching you over to OG. Yeah, they should win. They deserve to win. They are they are the best esports team. God bless what, Dota too. What Brent won't tell you is that he secretly wants to be on an esports podcast but knows that I know nothing about esports <laughs> and only has this moment each year to talk about them. It's, it's true. I have the same rant every fucking year when we talk about this goddamn Game Awards. <laughs> anyway. All right. So up next, we've got the best esports player. Do you have any, any hot takes on that? Uh, I don't know. Oh, you probably, people. yeah. I mean, they're all, they're all online. If you want to look at who they are. Okay. Yeah. The faker sounds familiar. I'm going with faker. Faker. That's that sounds like a okay name. I'm gonna go with uh, Sinatra because Sinatra. Uh, Sinatra. Because it's that extra A means he's extra awesome. <laughs> extra. What about best esports host? You know any of these dudes slash girls? I I know Red Eye because he in Dota and Machine because he used he did Dota for a little while. I think he does CS:GO primarily. Uh, I think Red Eye missed most of the year's tournaments, so it's kind of weird that he's in here. But I I don't know. The community likes Machine. He's 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 just a white guy. He's probably <laughs> I don't know Machine. I guess. <laughs> 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 I 
No, it's it's good. It's it's good. This is good commentary. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna gi- I'm gonna give it to Candace just because if you've got the names like here are here are nominees: Golden Boy, Machine, Red Eye, Sjakas, and Candace. And Candace. I'm I'm all I'm all about Candace. She she deserves recognition. Whose whose first name is Dwayne. Yeah, but still Candace. Yeah. Sticks well that's out. the thing. The jury is very clearly predominantly Western outlets, mostly in the US. I, I again the reward here is the nomination for like a, for a Chinese commentator. Sure. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's, it, I guess it's a cool category that gets recognized, but also like, there can be a separate award. There's, there's a reason they have the technical Oscars the day before the Oscars. Like, <laughs> you want to just have like the esports awards? Yeah. Well, the thing they did last year is they just sort of machine gun fucking awards in the middle of goddamn like commercials and stuff. So it's like, why, why bother even listing them in the nominees for the game awards? Just have like a separate awards thing. Like actual, actually give them the recognition. Like I'm not saying that I need to recognize them, but I, they should be recognized. Someone should recognize them. Exactly. <laughs> Esports game of the year. Esports CS game of the year. Go. Dota two, Fortnite, League, Overwatch. You know, what I would like to see. I would like to see a category of new esports games of the year. Like, what are the best <laughs> up-and-coming eSport games? Because this is the same stupid list as last year, same, probably. Same. I, I think it is 100% the same list. I We, we should check that. You know, actually, yeah, I'm we'll going to do that. I'm, I'm, okay. I, I've got it up right in front of me now. eSports. If that's the case, then we're disqualifying this category. Okay. <laughs> it's being Over- removed. Overwatch, Counter-Strike, Dota 2, Fortnite, League of Legends. Same fucking guy. Is it same fucking list. Okay, same you fucking know what? list. Best disqualified. DQ, DQ. <laughs> Esports event. I don't think this is the same because I've never heard of IEM Katowice. Nope, that sports. sounds different. Otherwise, they're all exactly the same. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, last year they had E League Major Boston 2018. Is that some one of these? Is one of these the E League Major? E League. I don't know what E League is at all. Oh, apparently it's CSGO. Oh, none of these are CS. That must be IE, IEM. There's always a CSGO tournament on here. All right. Well, I- I'm going to give it to IEM Catalyze. All right. It's going to TI 100% because Dota. Yep. Suck a dick, y'all. No, what do, what do you think of uh, best esports coach? We've got Adren, Kane, Grabas, Kakoma, Shakshika, and Zonic. Dude, I, I Dota two, let it ride. All two right, for you, three. So, what's that person's name? Sakshka. Okay, I wasn't actually as far off as I thought I was. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's Grabs because it makes me kind of think of the. The graboids from uh, Tremors, so I'm oh. gonna. <laughs> that's that's where I'm getting, putting my money behind. <laughs> Makes me think of Harvey Weinstein. All right, now you make me feel bad about the thing that I picked here, but that's okay. We're <laughs> that's, moving on to. It's fine. You're pro grabs. We're going over to content creator of the year, and boy, are they ever! They, they're, they're, they're young boys. 
It's a lot of young boys. Sure is. Uh, uh, I don't. Courage, Dr. Lupo, Ewok, Grex, and Shroud. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I've heard of Shroud. Those are their don't, names. Don't Shroud. Gref looks like an actor that I can't quite place. I'm going to give it to him because I'm hoping that by the time that they announce the the things, I'll have remembered who he looks like. Does he look like? He looks like someone. He does look like generic barista. Number three. <laughs> Best community support. We've got Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. What is this category? But anything that's ever mentioned a video game in any media, like when are we gonna get nominated for a game award? Fucking uh, the support teams are getting awards now. Put it in the technical category. Goodbye. You get it. How did Destiny Two get nominated for transparency and responsiveness? <laughs> I don't know, man. Also, I've, I've played Final Fantasy XIV for like, the better part of a decade. I don't even think that they have a support team. <laughs> I, you can't use their support. Nah, they, I'm... They, God damn. I'm just going to give it to Rainbow Six Siege again. Just, yeah, that's Just because. Sure. No <laughs> real too. reason, just they seem... Yeah, I'm, I'm happy for them. I bought that game, whatever it was, 20 years ago. I'm happy it's still getting content. <laughs> I don't play it, but I'm happy for anyone who still does. <laughs> Alright, audio uh, design. We're getting back to the, the real categories now. Real categories. Uh, we got Call of Duty, Control, Death Stranding, Gears, <laughs> Resident Evil 2, Remake, and Sekiro. Uh, controls. Sometimes I'm super good. It's really spooky. I really liked it. Uh, I have to go with Control because... I've played. I've only played three of these, but controls was it stood out. Like it absolutely stood out. I don't know if I gave it a shout out as much as it deserved for the sound design in the episode we did on it. Check out that episode. Um, but it absolutely deserves recognition in this category. The only one of these games I've played was Gears Five, and I didn't really like it. So I'm gonna say Resident Evil Two. That's basically a good one. Based on nothing at all. I mean, horror games sort of have to have good audio design. Otherwise, well, they, they, even the they sort of should have good audio design. <laughs> well, yes. Let me rephrase. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I would give it to Resident Evil 2. I heard, I heard that was pretty good. All right. Art direction presented by Big TV Maker. Uh, we got... <laughs> Not even gonna get. Well, mention Subway. They need. They definitely need the uh, the GOP bump here. <laughs> no, they they need to pay up if they want any more bumps. Uh, Control, Death Stranding, Grease, Sinar, Wild Hearts, Sekiro, and Link's Awakening. All right, I, I'm gonna ask a question here that maybe is ignorant. <laughs> okay. Does Death Stranding have unique art direction and design? Uh, I mean, there's there's unique gadgets. Look, he's got the he's got the chirpy thing on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's good good lighting, probably. I mean, even in this picture, actually, the lighting looks terrible. Hmm. Like I I, I maybe I'm just 
like I I asked the same similar question for Control because I didn't play Control, and it looked very visually impressive, but it's it didn't seem like the kind of thing that I would five years from now think of like oh what was a game that had really interesting a really unique art direction and art design, yeah, like there's nothing to say that the the visuals were bad it just wouldn't jump out to me as much as something like Gree or Legends of Zelda Link's Awakening where it was like oh wow that is visually different than things that came out this year hmm yeah yeah I think I think I think Link's Awakening has a bit of an uphill battle with this one just cause it's it's Zelda like it just did the Zelda like art direction just slightly differently like the game looked good but I don't think at any point in time when I was playing it, it, I was like, holy cow, Like the art direction is crazy good in this. Other than the, the weird like fogging effects on the outer rim, I thought that looked really good. But mm. that's, that's just one effect, as opposed to like the entire art direction of a game. The, the thing I think that's interesting with, with Link's Awakening, and, and Gree to some extent as well, the art direction is really the only purpose of Link's Awakening. Like, yeah, otherwise the game already exists. Yeah, other than just some quality of life stuff, which we talked about in our uh, in our episode review, it, it just ch- yeah, check it out. Episode fill in this number with the correct one. <laughs> it does. There's like there's no reason for it to be there. Same with Gree. Gree is an entirely visual game. Yeah. Like so, I'm gonna put in for Link's Awakening if only because it's the only reason it exists. <laughs> yeah, I think for a similar reason, I'm gonna put in for Gree. Um... I think Control definitely had an in art direction. I don't necessarily think it was the best at all times. Like the the brutalist mood and all the unique biomes, like they all look great. They did a great job. They really did. But like a game like Grease should be recognized for this. Mm, okay. Uh, next, we've got action game. Uh, we've got Borderlands Three. So you lied before about uh, it. Yeah. So. so take that. <laughs> Control. Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, and Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. So, definition of this category is a game combining combat and traversal and puzzle solving. Wow, that uh, actually, I feel like, possibly disqualifies Borderlands. Because <laughs> there's no yeah, puzzle solving in, that, solving in that game. And the traversal is super rudimentary. Yep, I mean they and added. So is in... the combat, <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, they did. It's it's not really all that much. So, sorry, Borderlands Three, you're DQ'd. Yeah, called out. Um, Death Stranding seems like it's it's only traversal, so maybe <laughs> probably doesn't also fit in this category. If those are the qualifications, probably not. Uh, um... Re- Resident Evil Two has got all of those things. At least the one that I played back on PlayStation did. I'm assuming the new one is exactly the same. <laughs> Literally identical. I, I don't know. It's a tricky one. Like, I think Control deserves this, hands down. Um, but I, I don't think anyone's going to actually consider those those qualifications for this category. I think this might be one that Sekiro actually I was going to. I was just about to ask, did, did Sekiro have puzzle solving? Uh no, not at all. Okay. I can't I can't think of any puzzles other than find the bit and then find the door that that bit goes into. Okay. So um yeah, I I'll give it to Sekiro. 
after you've just explained why it doesn't meet all the qualifications, <laughs> I'm going to also give it to Sekiro. Cool, cool, good talk. <laughs> action game, which is different from action-adventure game. Yep. Is you, only, you only call it action game, but this is a separate category. Right, So, the, and this is um, a, a genre-focused game primarily on combat. Uh, that's, not, that's not Borderlands 3. That game is not focused primarily on combat. That game has a lot of puzzles and traversals, so do not think that Borderlands 3 is an action game. It is not. <laughs> Glad we cleared this up. Um, I think that uh, well, Devil May Cry is the well, purest the, action game. The list, it, the list is Apex Legends, Astral Chain, oh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Devil May Cry 5, Gears 5, and Metro Exodus. And so you think it's going to be Devil May Cry 5? Devil May Cry, when I think of an action game, I, th I would think of Devil May Cry. I mean, like, if somebody just asked me, hey, what do you think the best action game of the year would be? I'd just bark Devil May Cry. Um, but, I mean, like, these these are all good games. Like, I, I'm sure Astral Chain's very similar to that. Mm. Like, it, it looked like a true action game. Apex Legends sort of stands out here. It, is there no shooter category anymore? Or is it... <laughs> I, we're just uh, trying to jam it into every possible category. I feel like Apex Legends is just being jammed wherever they can jam it. Yeah. All so right. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Apex Legends is not the winner. Uh, I'm gonna go actually with Gears Five, and say Gears yeah. Five is gonna win it because I feel like a lot of people will her heralding that as a good a true return to form for Gears. Yeah, it really was. And, oh right, wow. We're at the top. We are at the top for Game of the Year. And we've got Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which didn't come out this year, so it's disqualified, and <laughs> The Outer Worlds, which wins. <laughs> which wins? Well, okay. No, I, I, I don't <laughs> Good night, everybody. I don't think it, Outer Worlds has a chance of winning. No, it's a shame, sure, but I don't no. think it does. It, it, it's really good for them that it got nominated, though. That's hella yeah. impressive. Yeah. Yeah. This is a weird list. Um, well, this is a weird list not only because, like, several of our top-rated games didn't make on this list. Sure didn't. Um, but also, Resident Evil 2, yeah, is a remake I, I guess it's different enough where people have said it's a new game. Um, I never played the original, so I couldn't really have told you. I played the first. I played the original, and I watched a playthrough of most of Resident Evil Two, and it it definitely is a very different game. Okay. So it, like, it's a cool sort of case study. I I don't know. It sounds like there's going to be a Resident Evil Three coming out next year, so that means they're also sort of like just hammering these things out. Yeah. Um. So they can't be, like, true... Like, there, there's got to be some sort of tools that are upscaling these games. I don't know. I just don't know if I respect that game enough yet. Maybe if I played it, I'd sort of see... Like, my kaleidoscope would fall to the ground. I'd be like, I get it. I get it. But <laughs> where I am right now, I don't see that. And and Smash... Smash is another Smash. It's probably the best Smash, but it's more Smash. I don't... Even if we didn't DQ it, I'd say that doesn't deserve to win. Yeah, I think of this, the games in this list, The Outer Worlds is my favorite, and I don't think, uh, if I'm cynical, I think they're going to give it 
to Sekiro. Not that Sekiro doesn't deserve it necessarily, but it just I think it's like I I feel like the the hype around Sekiro has kind of died down. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I feel like if I was even more angrily cynical, I'd say they were going to give it to Death Stranding, but I I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think so. I, uh, it's been so divisive in the community. I it'd be a real it'd be a real curiosity. But then again, Green Book did win the Oscar <laughs> this year. And a right. lot of people have called that movie, like, outright racist. But so. the Green Book showed you that you that anyone could stop being racist if they spent a lot of time and went through a lot of life-changing events with a person of the race that they actually didn't like all that much. <laughs> and if they, who would have thought? And if just everyone who was racist could find themselves someone of an opposite race to help them help guide them through the world of not becoming racist they'd be fine <laughs> is that the lesson you got from that because what i got out of that was that vigo mortensen can be completely obese and still look really good yeah vigo mortensen's great he, he needs to do more movies like yeah full stop needs. but th- no that, that aside the racism aside <laughs> I, I think that it would just be it would be too much to give it to Death Stranding because it's such a polarizing game and it's still I, I feel like it's not there's not enough there and it hasn't proven itself enough to say like this is the best game that came out this year yeah so I think I, I, I think I think it'll end up going to Sekiro yeah I, I think I have sort of similar feelings about Death Stranding like it's a game that like I'm really glad it exists. It sounds like it really does push a lot of boundaries. It doesn't sound like it's that fun. Uh, we're going to find out soon. <laughs> but I, I, I'm glad it's pushing some boundaries. But, I mean, so didn't God of War. Like, God of War is its own game and genre, as far as I'm concerned. Like, you can't compare that game with any other game. Like, I dare you to. Like, at, at me, please. Um and God of War is objectively considered one of the best games ever created. Like, that's what happens when you make a really good game that also pushes boundaries. So there's a way to do both of those things. Um, yeah, I mean, if you look at some of the... Well, mm, <laughs> look at, I was going to say, if you look at some of the past winners, but it's kind of all over the place. Breath yeah. of the Wild the year before, I think, still is regarded as a, as a pretty decent game. Oh yeah, Overwatch is still a game people play, and it, that's one I'm going to be very interested to see ten years down the line how Overwatch is remembered. But you know, I think it's still I think it's still pretty well regarded. Witcher three, obviously very well regarded still. Mm-hmm. And Dragon Age Inquisition is a series everyone's forgotten about. Whoa! <laughs> I mean, come that's on, one of my favorite games. Who's, who's talking about? I'm, not saying anything about, bad about Nobody it. Nobody wants to talk about it with me. I don't. What do you want me to do about it? Shout in the void. I don't know who wants to talk with me about Jade Empire, Alpha Protocol. Those are great games. No one wants to talk to me about those. I, two of my best. Those are two of my best friends' favorite games. I can, I can set you up, man. You got you got someone who'll talk to me about Alpha Protocol. Yeah. Oh, Jesus! What am I doing a podcast with you for? Get yeah, him on. Just, just, <laughs> all right, call him up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it, Dragon Age Inquisition was a very good game. It, this, I'm not dissing it at all. Just, it is. 
That, that, that same guy that really liked Alpha Protocol also had some very negative things to say about <laughs> Dragon Age Inquisition. I don't see it. I love that game. Whatever. Fuck everybody. But game of the year this year, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sticking with, with Sekiro. I think it's, if I was producing the game awards, I'd say it's the safest choice. Because I don't think anyone would disagree with you that it was a great game and a game of the year contender. <laughs> not, and it, not out in the open. No. Well, like Half-Life. Y- yes. Not everyone is as brave as I am to say that Half-Life <laughs> 2 was a C-plus game. But... <laughs> Love it. Yeah, oh, so good. But the uh, but Sekiro is a safe choice. It won't... People will be disappointed, but they won't be angry. Any of these other games, you pick them, and people are going to be pissed off. You're going to piss people off? Yeah. Because Death Stranding losing to Control or Death Stranding losing to Smash... Oh, it's fucking rabble, 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 rabble. But Death Stranding played Control, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. There's like two people I know who played Control. There's you (laughs) and the guy who modeled for Max Payne. It's those two people. (laughs) He he also wrote the game. So yeah, that's that's how I know he played it. (laughs) Well, I can't be sure. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I haven't actually independently verified that. I have to say, (laughs) gotta trust your sources. What about I, you? I need I need control to win. I need it to win. That I I still like out of the top three games that we have on this list that uh, coincidentally are all the three games that I love the most this year. I f- might love like there's a special place for control in my heart just because it's just such an interesting game. Like I. I don't want to just belay the point it's just so interesting like the quintessence of the word interesting i've never been this interested in a game before um i i I need it to win i i'm going with control that's more of like a just like a soul forged wish please let control win out of these (laughs) games sekiro is an amazing game we both put outer worlds at number four on our list only one place behind control, but I personally think control is like just leaps and bounds more interesting. I'm, than I'm any noticing other game a this theme list. about your thoughts on control. Oh, was I was I not subtle? You were not. You were not. I hope all. an interesting game wins. <laughs> nah, nah, it'll, it'll be something boring. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, most of these games aren't boring. Well, although I've heard Death Stranding's pretty boring, <laughs> but um. Yeah, I mean, they're all, well, no, you know, that's the thing about this list. It's like, out of this list, like, Control, Sekiro, or Outer Worlds are the good games. Like, they're the objectively good games, are they not? Yeah, I don't think anyone has... I, I The only thing I ever heard people say about Control is that they weren't interested in it. Like, they, they didn't start playing it. I've never heard anyone who played it say a negative thing about it. Yeah. And same with Sekiro. I knew people who weren't interested in Sekiro, myself included. But I've never heard anyone say, like, oh, man, Sekiro, that's a bullshit game. That's like Half-Life 2. Yeah. So I, I think, whereas Death Stranding is clearly an extremely divisive game. And clearly bad. But we haven't talked about that yet, so we, who knows? Neither of us have played it yet. Neither of us have played it yet, to be fair. Um, and one of us won't play it. Can you guess which one it is? We're still going to flip a coin on that. Oh, God damn it. (laughs) I'm hearing something about a PC release. No, they better not. 
sell my PC. Oh god. Uh, yeah, Smash like Smash came out to good reviews, but people stopped talking about it immediately outside of the fighting community. And maybe that's just the nature of fighting games. It's like once a year at Evo, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, fighting games." And then it goes away. Yeah, it's a real shame because, like, I like the idea of Smash Ultimate, but I just don't want to play it. I I'm glad it that exists. That's a game that has gotten that should be considered one of the best ongoing games because it's crazy that this game exists. It has the every character from every other Smash game, and they're still adding new characters like every season. That it's. That game is a truly impressive feat, more so than most other games. That being said, is it the best game? Better than hundreds of other games? Not even close, I don't think. No, no, not at all. Not at all. So, you know, and it came out last year. And I did year, play so. Smash, to be clear. <laughs> and also that. Early December, which was, I think, before the Game Awards last year. D- yeah. Yeah, what, what, what the hell's up with that? What the hell's up with know, man. What the hell's up with that, Jeff Keeley? I don't know, man. Jeff Kojima's best friend, Keeley. Oh, I mean Kojima's gonna win Kojima's gonna win best art direction, best esport team. <laughs> best subway sandwich. Uh, He's gonna win all of them. I I'm glad I'm super grateful that they've gone out of their way to very clearly quantify all of the, the jury members listed for the game awards because otherwise i'd be when i first saw this list i was like jeff (laughs) and then i I did some research on the jury i was like oh there's a lot of outlets and i can definitely see a lot of these outlets pushing for death stranding no yeah i'll tell you whatever when when i was in when i was in middle school this is gonna be papa andy story time here when i was in middle school they did uh the voice (laughs) when i was in middle school (laughs) When I was in middle school, there was a, uh, we had like an end of middle school award ceremony in eighth grade. And there was this kid, I'll I'll call him Dan. He was a really nice kid, really good kid, smart on a bunch of different teams. But by the end of the award ceremony, they had called Dan up like 15 times. (laughs) And I tell you, everyone hated Dan that night. (laughs) Because it's, it's not that he wasn't the best basketball player and the best Spanish student and the best math student. Like, he was all of those things. But at that point, it's just like, look, just give Dan a larger award than everyone else and let's move on. Just give him one big one, like, best Dan. You got it. Well, special recognition. The rest of these just assume that the category is best science student. That isn't Dan. <laughs> and we can keep going and that and that's how i'm feeling about death stranding here it's just whatever it could have been nominated for it was yeah if they if they had already released like two or three patches they it would have gotten best ongoing game <laughs> you remember that's back when this was on uh what the hell's that channel not g not g4 is after g3 spike oh spike it on, yeah it was on spike the first few years, they wouldn't give out uh, contenders repeat awards. So you would see games like Call of Duty lose in the shooter category, but then win in like Game of the Year or something like that. So it was like complete nonsense. It was literally like participation trophy, the awards. Well, I mean, 
that really undercuts its place as a as the you know the barometer and and setter of trends and just prover of what's going on in the industry that it is can't argue with that <laughs> so i guess we'll see how all this turns out at the uh after whenever the, this thing is supposed to happen when is this happening uh december 12th 12th okay the, so. the year of our lord 2019 so in a couple of weeks we'll see we'll see how our predictions came out in a couple of weeks that that's a full episode right here thanks everybody for listening uh check out our our facebook page twitter it's all game off podcast so at game off podcast as we get a little closer to the the air date of the game awards we'll post our scorecard so you can print it out and watch along and cross off all the ones that we got wrong <laughs> we'll also come out with a uh, game awards bingo oh yes we absolutely should oh, i know what we're doing tomorrow all right uh yes yeah, so this has been solid talker Thanks for listening. Check us out all over the place. Yep, do that. Bye. Bye.